At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It is hour number three of primetime action as we welcome you back in our South Point Sportsbook Studio on a Monday night with a bunch of scores to update. we got Major League Baseball action, NFL, Monday Night Football of the preseason in progress. We'll talk to Pete Futak, our guy who covers all things college football, in about 15 minutes. Get his thoughts because this is, believe it or not, the, uh, the eve of week zero. First real college football games start on Saturday. Before week we get to that, one. Week one. They changed that back, Ben, which then I have mixed feelings Wait, about today. Yeah, they got rid of the week zero thing. So I was looking at that. It is since week, when? It is week this year. I think this year is where it starts, where it's week one. But now I have mixed feelings about us calling it week one of college football when it's still all crappy there's games. There's just five, there's like six, I think it's eight games. Yeah. So I, guess my, I'm, my, I think I'm the college football fan they can't make happy. In my how many days until list of things, I, I put how many days until week zero. Like I can't, you can't change that once you put it in. I, I know, I hear you. It's, it doesn't exist. Blasphemy. Last right. week was week zero. Get, I have to get Pete's thoughts on that because I think that's kind of ridiculous. Uh, there are a bunch of baseball games, though, Kelly. What, what are we looking at here uh, score-wise? Besides the fact that my Mets bet is not going well. Yeah, the Braves and Pirates. I'll start there. They came okay. scoreless bottom of the third. Uh, and live numbers on that game right now. You can get Braves minus $2. Yeah, minus 205. Pirates plus 165. Six and a half your live total. Uh, Mets and Yankees. Yankees lead that one three to nothing right now. Uh, top of the seventh inning. If you wanted to get in live on the Mets, join me and Ben. Nine to one <laughs> live on the money line. Four and a half is the total. We'll have a heck of a time. <laughs> 
Uh, Rays with that two to one lead over the Angels, top of the sixth inning. Rays minus four seventy five. Angels plus three fifty five and a half. Your live total. Rangers with a two to one lead over the Twins. This game in the bottom of the sixth. Rangers minus one ten. Twins minus one twenty. Make it 125, down a run, six and a half. The live total saw the Twins uh, pulled off a triple play in that game. Uh, Phillies with a three to nothing lead over the Reds. Bottom of the third there in Philly. They are minus 950, Reds plus uh, 600 on the money line, eight and a half your live total. Braves and Pirates scoreless. That game in the bottom of the third. The third, make it the top of the fourth now. Braves minus 210 live. Pirates plus 176 and a half the total. Cardinals and Cubs scoreless uh, in the fourth. Cardinals minus 125 live. Cubs minus 105, four and a half your live total. Over in the NFL, Falcons on the move again. Inside the red zone, first down at the 20-yard line Ooh. of the Jets. Uh, live numbers on this game. Currently off the board, back up 13 and a half and 36 and a half. 30. Your live total. Six and a half. Was there a reason you, want, you wanted to say Braves, Pirates twice? You just felt, you know. I, like I, yeah, I thought of... about it as I was saying it, Ben, the second time. I was like, <laughs> I already did this game. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Now, Corey Seager. I smoothly tried to move along, though, without anybody noticing. Well, this is a show sharp. where you're we, too sharp for me, we make fun of each other for when we <laughs> do dumb things. Like, can't not bring it up. Uh, it would go against the ethos of the show. Corey Seager, RBI base hit to give the Rangers a lead there, 2-1 in the sixth, and a pretty comical uh, like pop-up that gets collided upon and drops in the outfield for the uh, the Yankees there in the top of the seventh. So it should have been an easy pop-out against Pete Alonzo. But this is where our guy Vogelback uh, Matt needs to uh, needs to step up. We'll see if he can. Domingo Herman been really, really good. Probably his best start of the year. Seventh start of the season, 85 pitches in, up six oh, and a third I would, strong. I would say for sure. You know, yeah. w- one of the things as we, as we kind of move here towards NFL season is I was reading several different articles over the weekend about just home field advantage and basically how home field advantage doesn't really exist anymore um, through everything. It's only where, you know, we were, we used to just say, did Vogelbach do it? There's a drive. Did he do it? Right center. Vogelbach, baby! Let's go! We got a ball game, baby! Let's go! (laughs) That's a Vogelbach. Vogelbaum! A Vogelbaum from Vogelbach! We kind of looked at each other when that pop-up dropped and we're like, Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. well, <laughs> back four oh four. Just just now crossing, just now crossing home plate. No, he, still hadn't. There he goes. There he he took his, there. He hey took man, his he's gonna hustle time. from first to home. But when you hit a home run, you stroll as slowly as you want. One oh three on the exit velo. There we go. We're back. Three two. Back in this thing, baby. Come out. He is pumped. He is pumped. No chicken wing wow. is safe. He is excited. <laughs> Get all the chicken wings out of the city. Oh boy, they're smashing stuff over his head. Like it's great. As you were saying, uh, yeah, that's dangerous. He, he went. Pete Alonso used to go, went, went to go give him the chest bump. You gotta be yeah, careful there. Woo. It's a dangerous game to play. Oh, that actually reminds me, like Alec Manoa calling out Garrett Cole. Did you see this over the yeah. weekend? No. Yeah. So Alec Manoa's a big boy too. So Garrett Cole's like big. He's like six four, but Alec Manoa's big as well. And so uh, there was a, a situation where Alec Manoa had a. There was a. Talk some trash. There was well, there was a he hit Aaron Judge, but I guess earlier in the game he had also kind of like brushed him back or something or whatever, yeah. right? He goes over. He says he was apologizing to Judge, saying, "Hey man, I am I ain't trying to do that, whatever, you know, stuff like that." Well, I guess Garrett Cole took offense to it, 
and but only like came out of the dugout only to like you know like two two steps on the on yeah. the thing or something. And then they asked Manoa about it post game, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, I went over, told Judge I wasn't trying to do it. He said it was cool, blah blah." He's like, "But Garrett Cole." If he's got something to say about it, maybe he can come out past the logo next time if he wants to like if he wants to try like that's those so are good. two big boys, right? Like I'd like to see those two guys. Yeah. Like like that's one of the celebrity boxing matches I would love to see. So I mean, Garrett Cole pulled the pulled the hold me back bros move, that that sort of thing. But with no one to hold him back. It's <laughs> like the logo back. was a barrier, like a force field or something. Like he couldn't go past the the logo or whatever. So it was just a, it was a good one. Like I was like, good. Yeah. Like Manoa was like, yeah, but you know, Garrett Cole's got something to say. He, he can come past the logo. I mean, Manoa, know, like time. his like, thighs are like, he's got like the tree trunk yeah. width where you're like, dude, that guy, that guy's large and strong. <laughs> and you get, you get why he can throw like a hundred miles. Yes. You, you, you totally get it. Um, anyway, so, so home field advantage, you know, we, we look, we used to just, we just used to write in three points, you know, it was like, okay, three points, three points, three points. And then we started to realize, okay, maybe it's not really worth three points anymore. You go back and you start to look now. I mean, it's it's really only worth like point, point and a half now at this point, right? I mean, like home field advantage because of just the change in everything, right? I mean, it, yes, it used to be taxing on team to go on the road. You didn't fly on private planes and you didn't have these people who coordinate, you know, exactly when the right time to travel and, you know, the smartness of a lot of these teams that weren't wasn't there before where it would be like, you know what? Hey, we have two games packed to back on the East Coast. We should probably just stay out there as opposed right. to like flying back across country and all this stuff. So, you know, as we've gotten more educated on how to do all this stuff. And so I do think that it's something I'm going to like really and truly factor in a lot more moving forward into into things. It's just that like, you know, we say all the time, ah, oh, yeah, but it's on the road, it's on the road, it's on the road. But I mean if we really look at the stats here and if we really look at the difference, it's like worth about a point and a half, you know? And like, I mean, don't get me wrong. That's, that's something. It's not like, it's not like it's nothing, Yeah. but I'm not going to just completely heavily put this into something anymore where it, all it does is just throw yet another factor that I can't quantify into trying yeah. to handicap these games, right? Like how it affects these guys or how it doesn't affect these guys. I mean, these dudes, nutritionists and trainers and fly private and stay in the five-star hotels and all the stuff. I mean, it's just not like it was back in the day. You know, it's just the, the travel part of stuff is just not, it's not all that, it's not all that tough anymore. Yeah. It's, it's just the crowd, it's just the crowd noise. Right? I, I mean, say, that's, I that's all there, it is. I think there's certain places that I will still factor in more than a point and a half because of that. Right. So like yeah. Seattle, Kansas city, I think some places like that, you're, I'm still going to, Factor it in more, but yeah, man, I, I think the past couple of years, you know, I think we've been taking, or at least, you know, at least I have been. I think you have been too. Or yeah, you've been taking into that account more and more the past couple of years. Since you've seen, you've seen more people talking about it, more data on it, and it's just those numbers are dropping and dropping every year as far as what they mean to the point spread at the end of the day. So, yeah, yeah I think it's something to absolutely to keep in mind for heading into this year. And I wonder if we're not going to get to a point in, you know, say five, ten years where. It, you get a lot of people saying, you know what, is it just worth zero? And, and a yeah. lot of, and I, you could probably make the case for some, and it might shift depending on like the team and the actual capacity and worth the actual fan, you know, if you're looking, trying to quantify that, where you just say, you know what, it's probably worth nothing. And maybe it is just the legacy, you know, the legacy chief Packer, Seahawk type situations where, yeah, maybe you give a point. And well, that, maybe that's where well, we get well, to. And credit where credit's due, I just found the article, found one of the articles I was reading. So over at covers.com, if you look at weeks one to 17, of last season, right? They they yeah. they 
kicked out week 18 because there was there were a lot of teams that had nothing to play for in week 18, and so that would skew the data. But like so weeks one to 17, the average home line during weeks one to, one to 17 was 1.8 points. Teams home teams won 51.8 percent of the time by an average of 1.7 points, so they only covered 48 percent. Wow, of the time with. You know, again, like we're saying, it's just, it's... So that tells you. It just, it's, it is a factor, but it's, like, not really a factor. And it's funny, anymore. too, well, it'll be a very interesting test right away, week one, because we've had for so many years, though, well, it's the defending Super Bowl champion on Thursday night football at home, and yeah. they never lose. Well, this is a very different situation this time around, and both you and Kelly, during a break, have made, uh, have made wagers on this opening oh. night game. Forgot about that. Yeah, we, we did. Hey, we slotted that into the six o'clock block. Boom. There. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, Bills <laughs> laying the two. Yeah, Bills minus two. We're locking it in. Wow. Bills, Bills. My, so listen, we uh, there are there are a lot of things we don't get to bet on here in Nevada that you guys get rest of country. However, right here at this fine establishment that we are at, they do not juice numbers. It's either a line move or it's not. And so they sit there, and we were look. I'm looking, Kelly, rest of country right now, there is not a two to be found. So yep. we got like one Scored. of the last twos there is in this country. So we took the Bills minus two. It was something I've talked about on this very program for like the last two, two or three weeks. So if you guys have been listening, you probably already know I had that lean anyway. But this whole Stafford thing, the whole night, you know, all this thing, I like the Bills anyway. And then now if Stafford's... 90% or 85%, yeah. he's not 100%. Uh, I, I, I like having the two. Yeah, and give credit yeah. where credit's due. South Point, very consumer-friendly, mm-hmm. with, with especially that. No juice online. So you, there you have it. First bet of the regular season. Bills minus two. Pete Futak, collegefootballnews.com. Going to join the show next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The VSIN College Football Guide is out now, and the NFL Guide drops this Thursday. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VSIN All Access subscriber. Sign up on our discounted football special and get all access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175, or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Beeson.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Matt Brown, it's time for the uh, little breaking news sounder. A line has moved. Oh, <laughs> yes. Point. Oh, that's right. Oh, no. Sorry about that, guys. During the break. If you were, like, getting in the car to drive down here, so, you know, turn around. Kelly Bidlin, Matt Brown, they've moved the number. Bill's <laughs> minus two and a half now at South Point. Over the <laughs> Sorry, turn around. Go Sorry. On. <laughs> I don't Matt, think many people are down here anyways. But we, yeah. we laugh about it like we joke like sometimes where we go, we go, you know, we'll we'll see a bet that we'll talk about that we really, really like, and then the line moves shortly after, and we joke like, hoo, 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 did we like move the line or something? Like, like Kelly actually walked out there and made a bet over the counter and walked back in, and then the line was different. We're in the, the break, and Matt's different. like, Kelly, how much did you put on that? Dropping like 10 dimes? What's going on? That's, that's My guess is they probably took that, and they're like, huh, that's an interesting time to be taking a bet for week one. And they probably looked at everybody else, and they're like, well, everybody else is a two and a half. So. No, Ben, I, I would guess that was probably it. More, more than the actual size of the bet, it was, okay, well, it was. They were like, that guy just walked out of the, the door over there and made two different bets. <laughs> Which means he's betting for someone else in there as he well. He had a briefcase with him. It was there were, it was locked with metallic. On, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we moved it. We moved awesome. It. Way to go. Sorry, Team PTA. Yeah, moving it to two and a half. Uh, we welcome it now as we transition to college football. Apparently, it is not week zero anymore, and I, I have issues with that. I need to get Pete Futek's thoughts on that first and foremost before we get into anything else. Publisher of CollegeFootballNews.com, give him a follow at Pete Futek, our good good pal, always so kind to give us some time here on primetime action. What is with this, Pete? I thought it was week zero forever. I mean, you were you were a, a bastion of college football history. What are we doing now? Not not week zero anymore. Is that what, that what I've been told? Why have they changed it to something? I, it's the soft opening. It, it's just like the soft you're, you're, like you're, we don't have it yet. There aren't any big games. I've always, to your point, the, 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 the non-joking point. I've always said this is the perfect weekend for to have like a college football preseason, where you have one game where every FBS team plays an FCS team. And you get that cupcake off the schedule so you don't have, you know, Alabama playing Mercer in November. And that's the one time you get to play that team. 
It doesn't count in any rankings. You can use it however you want. You make all the money. You fill the stadiums. You know, lambs to the slaughter. Everybody wins, and so that way you don't you get tuned up a little bit as opposed to coming right out and having to play Georgia or coming right out after yeah. going against Ohio State. You you get something there because at least for us, at least they'd be thinking about us in this because like we're flying blind here. Like we're guessing on these teams. Uh, and this is where the lines get really sort of funky, and it gets sort of fun. But uh, why are they calling it something week zero? Have I missed this one? All right, Pete. For one, no video. I mean, I haven't seen you in so long. <laughs> I haven't seen you in so long. It's, I mean, I mean, Pete. It's been it's been months and months. I wanted to see your handsome face, and here you are. I mean, like this is unacceptable. So hopefully, we can change this for for your next hit. Well, I'm coming to Vegas on Wednesday, so how, right. so how about that? How about there it that? is. At some point there, I'll, there it is. I'll buy you a drink or something. There, there it is, Pete. We'll, we'll meet up for sure. Great to hear. So I have been collecting long-shot Heisman tickets on quarterbacks, and it is any of these quarterbacks that you know we're, we're talking about that has a bunch of upside that potentially might get first-round grades, et cetera, et cetera. I understand why Stroud and Young are the overwhelming favorites. I totally get it. I, you know, but Burrow came out of nowhere to win it. Like there, there's, I think if we look at, you know, the Van Dykes and the the Hookers and the Richardsons and the Levises of the world and stuff. Like, is there a chance at all any of these longer shot dudes, you know, if they if the team just kind of overperforms a little bit, can can actually get themselves in the conversation, and I might can uh, can find a way to make myself some money. It depends on you know. Yes, uh, it's the rules still apply though. Yeah, you still have to be a, a guy on a team that's going to win something. And, you know, the, the Heisman's just such a funky animal. It really doesn't have anything to do with the NFL draft. Trevor Lawrence never won a Heisman. Pete Manning never won a Heisman. You know, it's a, it's a who's who of great NFL players who never even, even really came close to it. So you have to be the star player on the best team, or you have to put up just ridiculously stupid stats. So in that way, who's going to be the, the statistical superstars of this year? Like a guy like a Mikael Cunningham for uh, Louisville as a quarterback. You know, Richardson maybe. If he goes off against Utah, which I don't think he will, uh, but if he goes absolutely off, then there you go. And you, you see who the tone setters are. Sometimes that week one, everybody sees it, and there's your guy who's kind of cemented for the rest of the year. Remember Jameis Winston? I think it was a Monday night game against Pitt. He came out to Florida State and was like, bam, 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 bam. Like, okay, this guy's right in the Heisman race. And then there's the flip side of that where Josh Rosen, when he had that comeback against Texas A&M, I'm like, there it is, done, Heisman over, and that didn't quite work. So you never quite know when it comes to Heisman. But to the overall point, yeah, absolutely, take the field. Because I don't think it's going to be Stroud. He he's not going to have the stats he had last year because Ohio State's got a better defense. You don't have to throw as much. It's probably not going to be Bryce Young just because it's probably not going to be Bryce Young. So any other options you got, go for it. It's just funny how that is like the very realistic, legit strategy for Heisman, while that's juxtaposed with the rest of the general team market here where you've got, I mean, every everybody we've talked to, Pete, yourself included, it, it's kind of like Alabama, Ohio State in Tier 1, Georgia all alone in Tier 2, and then it's kind of anybody's guess for who is going to be that fourth playoff team as you've kind of compiled everything as we're now closer here into the first week of the season. Who do you think ends up getting that fourth overall playoff spot when all is said and done here going, going long term? Can I lump Clemson in with Alabama and Ohio State? I, they're, they're that good. Uh, they're deep. If you remember the NFL draft and you didn't hear a whole lot of Clemson names called, 
that's because they're all on the Clemson defense, mainly on the defensive line, and they're all coming out next year. That D-line is the best in college football if everyone stays healthy. It is a killer. Uyunglele is better than that. The offense is going to be okay. And as bad as Clemson was last year, they still won 10 games. Look at their schedule. They got a trip to Notre Dame. They got to deal with NC State. And that's about it. So I, I, they're right there. I think Georgia t- Georgia's going to have two losses in them somehow. I, they're great. I just don't think they can quite do that again, even though they have all the talent there. I'm throwing USC in that bucket. So to go back to your Heisman talk, Caleb Williams, sure. You know, in that offense, he's going to rock right out of the gate for Lincoln Riley. USC is going to be an all-star team. They should be a thing all year long. Uh, he's going to be right there in that mix as well for the Heisman. I, I'm all in on believing, maybe because I want to, that USC is just going to be awesome right out of the gate. Pete, what team have you found yourself much, much higher on than everybody else in the country? There has to be a team that, I mean, you you consume as much content as anybody out there. What team is it that you're like, man, I don't know why everyone's crapping on this team. I like this team. I'm more the other way on teams. I think it's, I don't know if they're crapping on USC. Uh, that's one, but if you look at the top 25, I think everyone's completely whiffing on Florida. Florida, I mean, last year my team, I actually, I, Blind, blind school finds none. I got this right last year. Like, watch out for Michigan. They were unranked and they're good. They got the lines. They're coming back, and all of a sudden, boom, they did that. Florida last year was kind of a blip. They just think they had to completely rebuild and redo that team, and now they've got the guys in place. Billy Napier's got his a deep group of running backs. They've got Anthony Richardson. They've got enough talent on defense. I think they beat Utah coming out of the gate in week one. I like them a lot to rock. Tennessee as well. Good luck stopping that offense. Another team that was unranked and not given a whole lot of respect. And, you know, Penn State wasn't in the top 25. So it's the top 25. You take the whatever it was, 12 through 25, and I'll take, give me 12 or so teams from the also receiving votes, and my 12 will probably beat your 12. Mm. And then, Pete, before we let you go, we do have seven games on this first whatever week you want to call it up card. You're not exactly the most glorious matchups, but is there one that's catching your eye as far as maybe some value there on the on the line? How about week week one half? Can we do that one? Does that count? Because sure. seven games. Of course. Well, uh, that's what ESPN's so, listing it as now. So I, now I'm a little bit more confused. I have seen week zero stuff, Ben. I'm come on. It's still week zero, yes. Uh, everything about Nebraska Northwestern. I, the one I really like is Vanderbilt uh, going to Hawaii. Hawaii is you know, you know, one of those weird road games that everyone goes there and freaky things happen and they realize they're on the islands and there's more to life than football and they just don't try as hard. But Vanderbilt, you're an SEC team. Act like it. Only six and a half against a completely gutted Hawaii team that's going give, to give the college try, but they don't have it. So if, if, you're the, if you're really an SEC team, Vanderbilt, and Western Kentucky is really a minus 12 in week one against Hawaii, at minus 6.5, go for it, Commodore. Pull that off. But Nebraska-Northwestern is the one I like. I, it just Until Nebraska does it for real on a consistent basis, I'm not going to believe it. And Northwestern is one of those programs that just fixes the glitch. You know, they had a down year last season. I think they're going to grind this game in Ireland to a dead stop. I like what their defense might be able to do. And the history under Pat Fitzgerald, they don't get blown out uh, early on in the season. So uh, that 13 and a half is a pretty big number. It is and a big the number. money line on Northwestern. Is- All right, thanks, Pete. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon.
Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Thanks again to Pete Futak from collegefootballnews.com for joining us. I had to cut Pete off there right at the end, but his couple of a week, zero week one, we're not really even sure. We're just going to call it whatever. Opening weekend of college football. His plays likes Vanderbilt, minus six and a half on the road against Hawaii. There are a couple of sixes in the market if you can find uh, six there, and then he wants to take the points. Uh, he's going to at least with uh, Northwestern, plus 13, most of the market. They're in Dublin, Ireland against Nebraska. So if LSU was in a, op- a season opening game in Dublin, Ireland, Matt, when you were in uh, school, or now, or anytime, would you would you be there? If I was in school, no, I don't have a family jet like you, and so I would not <laughs> yeah. have been able to go yeah, over yeah. there. Like Ben Set would have been like, for that one. Ben would have been like, Daddy, I would like to go to Dublin for the opening game of the football season, and it'd be like, okay, I'll send the jet over his stat, and like immediately it's coming. But like, no, I didn't. I didn't. It would have been an all night kegger with your boys, though. That's for oh, sure. Oh yeah, yeah. we'd have just stayed up. Yeah, yeah, we'd have just. Can you imagine like LSU keg and natty people? light? And exactly, just like, yeah. keg and natty light. Yeah. Game kicks off at yeah. what? Four o'clock it's, in the morning or something. It's uh, nine. It's nine thirty a.m. Pacific at least. So it's like oh, a night. Wow, okay. It's like well, a later. night game. There, there were a couple years ago. There was a ge- the last. I think the last game in Dublin was like a six a.m. start here. It was like noon in Dublin. So, yeah, it's you, too too early to wake up in college. You would have to just stay up all night. Stay I just up all night for that. The there wouldn't like, been enough time to properly pregame for a nine thirty a.m. game. So like, yeah, that was the thing. It. Like I would, as a kid, it was so cool to wake up and it's like oh eleven a.m. Like growing up in Central Time. Oh, games are on. This is awesome. I can wake up. Games are on. And then you get to college, and it's like, wait, if I really want to, like, the tailgate, I have to get up at like five a.m. to <laughs> properly do this. Like, what? And so, like, the and being, you know, being at, you know, you know, this SEC, like, it's, you know, it's a. <laughs> oh, it's a big yeah. game day tradition. It's a big deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For those games, of us right? yeah. Yeah. yeah, at LSU, at the, we played a ton of those early <laughs> of those early kickoffs. No, my we didn't. At the Our games were in the afternoon or at night because we won because we won games. So at the University of Missouri. <laughs> Uh, in the South, there were, it was like all 11 a.m. Yeah, yeah. Like we was, were so bad. It was all, and it was so bad. Well, it that had so to be your, w- w- you were there, right, as they transitioned to the I, SEC? My freshman year there in the Big 12. And then, so the first SEC game we ever had was against Georgia. And we got a night game for that. And it was insane. And after that, they after were all that, it was like early start games. All yeah. early starts, yeah. yeah deserve, deservedly so. First and year of the SEC? Deservedly. Missouri? So. Yeah, uh, we got one first pitch coming here in about eight minutes. If you want the Marlins and the A's, Edward Cabrera and Adam Aller. Cabrera and the Marlins are minus 150 road favorites. If you want Aller and the A's, they are plus 130 home underdogs. Seven and a half is your total there. 10-10 Eastern Brewers and Dodgers. And this is that one where we were kind of like, man, Dodgers are really, really good. Urias has been really, really good, but you're getting plus 220 on the Brewers. Hadn't pulled the trigger, probably won't, might live to regret it. Yeah, it, the number says you should play it, but I want nothing to do with the Milwaukee Brewers right now. I mean, the, like the last, especially the last two weeks, mm-hmm. I mean, just every single night with, with Milwaukee, it's like it's essentially going to be what, however many runs they're going to score are going to be on solo homers, yeah. and the bullpen is going to blow the game at some point. And they just have these games. They just can't get out of their own way. And it's been juxtaposed right up against St. Louis Cardinals forgetting how to lose baseball games. And so all of a sudden you look up and at least as the standings sit right now, entering into 
tonight, like very quietly, the Cardinals have a five game lead in that division. Yeah. It's just, I mean, that's how quick it can happen. And they are not losing games. Cardinals eight and two of their last 10 now. And I, like, I have severe, pretty serious doubts. You and I both have the, have a Brewers preseason NL central ticket. Uh, from a game-by-game basis, while, yes, I think in the grand scheme of things, there is some inherent value on Milwaukee, I, I don't want to go anywhere near this uh, this Brewers team right now. So nothing for me. There. Yeah, it's just the the bats just disappear too often for this team. I mean, they've hit the fourth most home runs in the league, and yet they're a bottom 10 average yeah. team. It's just like it's been all or nothing, mm-hmm. and when you don't win games by margin as a result, you rely on your bullpen, which was really, really good. Mm-hmm. And then Josh Hader just went in the tank, and then you traded him, and now Devin Williams has not been the same guy as he was in a setup role. Blows his first save of the year over the weekend. So it's, it's been kind of like these two conflating factors, and it's been a really poor time. I mean, yeah. they've lost the season series so far to the Cubs. I mean, the Cubs team that you kind of bank on, like that's you got to build wins against the bottom half of the NL Central. Cubs beat him again. They win. Uh, they take another series from him. So it's yeah, dire times for uh, Milwaukee. Yeah, I know. Um, they're they're my they're my baseball Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah, they're my baseball Liverpool. I was high on them, man, and just just not getting oh, yeah, it done. They, they didn't fall right on their faces right out of the gate. You don't got to worry about sweating ten months anymore on that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done now. So. I'm trying to find like where, where can we get single game attendance? I mean, you know. Reported attendance. I, I feel like there's an over/under bet to be made in the Marlins A's game tonight. For oh, average, I mean that the tickets MLB just got to be attendance. flying off the shelves for that game. Uh, I was gonna say so. Edward Cabrera. This was I don't remember who the Marlins were supposed to start, but they put in Cabrera right around uh, noon Pacific time today. So this was not expected. But I really like Cabrera. Uh, a 178 ERA in six starts this year. He missed some time. Was on the IL. And so when, when this got reposted, because books took it down, so if you had a bet, if you bet the Marlins like overnight or either of these teams, just make sure you look. If you bet listed pitchers, they have changed, and it's a new pitcher there with Cabrera coming in. But 170 ERA, the only issue, Matt, uh, 209 on the batting average on balls in play. So you expect some regression there. Walks nearly five mm-hmm. per nine. But as we've talked about, like it's been a broken record. When you face the A's on the road, that is usually not the start where the regression comes home to roost. So... I totally get the line move. This re- was reposted at around minus 130, 135, and as we, we just talked about, up to the minus 140, 150 range. So that would be that'd be the play, and I would set the over-under on actual uh, butt-in-seats fans at like 2,874 and a half. Kelly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out, I hope I'm not spoiling like a, a segment future, like in the week, like down the line this week. But so if you go under the division specials tab, in the on the NFL under the NFL mm. over on DraftKings, there is a division total wins mm-hmm. for the Eagles, and the over three and a half, you're getting plus money. You're getting plus one ten. If I hate the Commanders as much as I do, which I do, if we think the Giants, mm, maybe you're I, right, but like you know, middling team. And think that the Cowboys are going to take a step back as well. Do we not think they can win four of those six games? Do we not think they can win four of those six games? Yeah. It's a fairly interesting number. I think to me. the Oh man. Every pop fly I just get distracted by in this game. Um <laughs> Mets Mets uh, Yankees is what I, I mean, yeah, I do, Matt. I un, I I understand why they're getting plus money. I think I'd win a little bit more than that. 
But I, yeah, I mean, I would definitely lean that way. Path is there. I mean, that's for sure. The other, the other was the so the Saints are at three and a half as well. The over being plus one thirty five. So with two kind of teams in the tank in that division, and if we believe that the Bucks could possibly take a, at least a half a step back, could they not scrounge up four wins out of those six games as well? At plus one thirty-five, considering you are getting two of the teams with, with two of the lower win totals in all the NFL, in the Panthers and the Falcons, and then you also get a Bucks team that you know yeah. again, we think that if they split with the Bucks, that would not surprise me at all. If they split, so, with the I mean, Bucks. just look at recent plus one thirty-five yeah. on that one, plus one ten on the Eagles. If I was going to play one of them, I think I'd still I'd play the Eagles over that. Mm-hmm. Is that one? Is that one of those markets where you'd, you'd probably only want to look at the t- on the to look at an over with a plus price, like say a team that's at a three yeah. and a half, as opposed to say, if you go on the opposite end, like I don't know where the Falcons are at on, on a list like that, but I'm, I would guess like what one and probably one and a half to two and a half. And the two, if it was two and a half, oh, no, they, they don't even juiced. give you an over it. They only give you an underpriced on the Falcons. Oh really? Yes. <laughs> under two. Under two. Oh, What's okay. that at? Minus 110 on the under two. You can't even, you can't bet the over? No. It's minus one ten. You can't. Yeah, I'm actually over. surprised. If they were going to offer only one, I would think they'd only offer the over because wouldn't people try to take advantage of this team going into the tank? Yeah, that's so that like do you, is the. Oh value? no no no! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's just a little further. Yeah, so okay. they're over. They're over minus one twenty on the over. Un, minus one ten on the under. So and it's but it's a flat two. Flat two. Flat two. The point being, where are those two wins coming from? I, that's what I was yeah. gonna say. I was like, if it was one and a half, if you got like a plus price one and a half under, I realize that you're getting kind of greedy there. Yeah. But I, I mean, that's my and that's my. Where are those wins coming? I from? think <laughs> that's the better. Like I like that better than the Saints bet probably, because that's the one team I'm pretty dang sure of is by far the worst, right? And I don't like. Yeah, I still got some question marks over Carolina. Um, you know of how good they can be. Um, and it wouldn't shock me. Look, I I think we could still win that bet. I think we could still win that Saints bet while losing two games to the Bucks. I don't. I you know I think sp- obviously mm-hmm. splitting them would be much better for us. Sure, but I think that could happen. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, speaking of the Falcons, sixteen three or halftime score that stays a half point under the first half total of nineteen and a half. Falcons are running away with this one. Pick them for the second half. So Falcons minus 13 for the game. 17 is your second half total. So that would put it at uh, 36. And if I'm not mistaken, that was our right around our closing total there. So you're right on so far. When we come back, golf draft will grade that. Talk about the tour championship. One final update on the MLB scores as well as we wrap up the show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back for the final time on primetime action. Uh, Thanks for the heads up here from Jeremy Wengel, our technical director, because Albert Fools, he's done it again. Apparently... This is a solo homer, 693 in the esteemed career of one Albert Pujols. Apparently, he has tied Barry Bonds for the most uh, diff- the number of different pitchers he's hit home runs off of tonight. So I guess 449th. Wow, Jeremy so I guess just, uh, counted them all during the break. D- that's that's dedication. Right? Or saw a tweet from the St. Louis Cardinals, but yeah. or something like that. Thanks, thanks, Jeremy. Thanks as well, Isaiah Rankle. Uh, as well as Wyatt Tomchek, Sean McCollum, helping out behind the scenes. 693. I told you during the break, Matt, the issue, too, if you of, of any hope we have for our Brewers division tickets, I don't think the St. Louis Cardinals will lose another game the rest of the year. And that is kind of an issue when you're five games back. You would need them to at least lose five times. Well, I don't think they're losing again. Listen, it's like we, uh, it's like we said, right? I mean, when we were previewing the game, old man can still hit lefties. Old man can still hit lefties, and he is still still hitting lefties. The fact that he goes this over how, the weekend. How many home runs does he have in the past like two weeks? I, that's I feel, a good like, question. I feel like he's hit like six well, in the past two weeks. Hit two against the Brewers a couple weeks ago. Uh, over the weekend, did you see? He goes four for four, yeah. two homers, stolen base. He has hit two, three, five, six in the month of August. So. That's impressive, I mean, man. And he's at 13 on the season. That guy's old. This um, is supposed to be a, yeah. a farewell tour. It, I mean, everybody kind of laughed when they signed him. It was like, oh, uh, yeah, him, Yachty, Wainwright. It'll, yeah, it'll just, this'll be fun. They'll go, they'll win, eight, you know, go 81 and 81. And it's that Cardinal Devil magic. Like, you just cannot avoid it, no matter what. And, getting, uh, and getting like the old go. Goldschmidt out of him and everything. Yeah, it's Goldschmidt, like, yeah, like turn back season. the clock five. Yeah, turn back the clock five years. Amazing. And, uh, so you one just got to get back uh, to the state of Missouri, right? Right, Ben. What is that? You got to get back to the South, right? Yeah. Got to get back to Missouri. So, yes, yeah. guys, that's that's obviously what's going on. So, <laughs> yeah. the so for the month of August, old man Albert 
is hitting 469. Woo! Jeez. Benjamin? With a 528 OBP. He has hit he has hit six homers, 13 RBI, and that is only in 36 plate appearances. Because again, he only basically only because they only started against lefties, really. Yeah, you know? that's insane. Wow. That's all that needs to be said. One nothing lead. That's the solo shot top of the seventh at Wrigley. So one nothing uh, Cardinals there against the Cubs. Uh, Yankees, meanwhile, they added an, a big insurance run. Andrew Benintendi, who thought he would be the guy uh, who has just been a, a complete thorn in Max Scherzer's side tonight. RBI single, second RBI base hit of the night. So Scherzer, this is just his third start all year where he gives up four runs. Six and two-thirds, seven hits, four earned. ERA rises up to 233 as a result. So Yankees up 4-2, bottom of the eighth. As far as the other scores, really the only uh, changes we've seen, Phillies have tacked on a couple more. Nick Castellanos, another RBI. He had the uh, solo homer earlier, RBI double. Austin Romine, uh, after a solo home run for him, gets the Reds on the board. JT Realmuto, RBI double there. And, uh, and in Pittsburgh, in the meantime, Atlanta takes a 2-1 lead into the sixth. O'Neal Cruz, who has really been awful, the, speaking of guys in the month of August, uh, yeah. Cruz has been horrible. I think he's hitting under 100 in the month of August, but hits his 10th home run of the year, solo shot off Jake Odorizzi. Michael Harris, the second, though, another very good rookie who's actually had good numbers, uh, hits his 13th homer of the year. Both of those homers in the fifth inning. That was a two-run shot, so Atlanta uh, 2-1 to the bottom of the sixth. So, there we have it. And the last thing, Kelly, I found out our attendance numbers here. Oh, good. Oakland on the season, 57 home games. Average attendance, 9,576. Which a thir- mean a th- means like Which a means third of that. 3,223. Yeah. yeah. And then take a third of what they actually announced tonight, and that's probably <laughs> the number. You keep going there. Uh, it, Dodgers number one, 48,336. 9,000 more than second place St. Louis, for whatever that's worth. Just, you know, thought it would be fun. Uh, we So we talked earlier. Matt, you had a bunch of guys, uh, and Kelly, to an extent, too, giving out fruit, too, for the golf tournament. Uh, as we mm-hmm. get through the second leg of the Tour Championship, we're going to get into our full deep dive breakdown, especially in full earnest tomorrow on the show, down to our final 30-player uh, Tour Championship field. But it's Patrick Cantley who gets the job done, out duel Scott Stallings. After Xander Shoffley was was the story on Saturday, who surged up the leaderboard to take a lead. He falls off, though, on Sunday. Scotty Scheffler couldn't make a huge surge. Adam Scott was your 36-hole leader, really didn't do much of anything uh, over the weekend as well. And it's Cantley who gets the job done, 14 under, one-shot win over Scott Stallings. Shoffley, Scheffler, uh, each three back. And then uh, Connors, KH Lee, Adam Scott, McElroy, Neiman, Pendrith rounding out your top 10 uh, there, Matt. And uh, you th- think about it. It's funny that it just so happened. You by you, you just ended up stumbling into Cantley on your one and done. Yeah, that was, um, it's a nice. That was just, that was a, nice. That was just luck of the, that, that was was just nice. complete luck um, of the draw. It was, but it was very I'd love to claim skill. There was no skill in that. It was just, <laughs> just, no, it was just yeah. interesting tournament that sees Kelly just kind of like in the one and done last, last week. Kelly edging out Matt by a very narrow margin as we look at our golf draft. Well done, Kelly. This is a good job by you. Yeah. Um, Four and one. I wish I won that much money in real life, actually, betting this golf tournament. Somehow I won, but somehow even less money than that. Why does it always seem to happen? Like whenever you have amazing <laughs> golf draft weeks, you lose money, and then when you're when you're like one in four, you hit like an outright well, or something. What's kind of funny about this draft betting because you were here last Wednesday, it was 
it was ultimate gamesmanship finally going on in the draft. So there was all of us kind of moving picks that we had. We're getting stolen by others and stuff. So yeah. I, I, you know, the a draft's lot of gonna be dicey this week. Yeah, we talk about this a lot of times, Matt. Where usually these drafts kind of match what we're betting. Um, I had. Two of these bets, <laughs> two of the four I won, the other two I didn't bet. I mean, this week you have 30 players in the field, essentially, and you're going to have a combined 15 picks in the draft. So, I mean, obviously there's different ways to bet all these guys, but I'm sure I would have to imagine that half the field is not going to be selected on our board. Like, there's going to yeah. be um, some variety. Uh, and the other big story, I guess, coming out of last weekend was, as Kelly, you'd mentioned this, and uh, both you and Matt took advantage of like Will Zalatoris, uh, at least in the matchup markets uh, for you, Kelly, the WD has the back injury, but it sounds like even though he goes from number one in the, the cup standings to number two, he is going to give it a go. Sounds like he will be playing, and that's where we can kind of look at, give our early thoughts as to what the actual starting positions are, are going to look like. Uh, and Zalatoris, I should say, falls to number three. Can't lead by winning. Leapfrogs him, gets into number two. Scheffler uh, at number one. So Scheffler will get that 10-under start. Can't lead two back. To begin, Zalatoris, three back. Then it's Shoffley at six under, Sam Burns at five under, and then a whole host of guys there at four under. And so as we do every single year on this, Matt, you have A, the odds to actually win the Tour Championship, which are heavily skewed towards the starting position, and then the actual tournament itself, if you were just pretending everybody was actually at even par. So we are going to try to work out the, uh, the, the pretzel mental gymnastics, basically, over the next couple of days, but at least Scheffler plus 260. I don't know why you would you know really be interested in playing him or Cantley at that short of a number, but those are at least the odds, and it probably makes sense based on the position. Yeah, and Scheffler already taking at least a little bit of money, plus 240 now mm. over at DraftKings, so people liking what they saw out of Scotty Scheffler. Listen, with him starting where he's starting and as consistent as he's been, yeah, there was a couple of little tournaments where he stumbled along the way. But, I mean, listen, when he's in contention, he's always – I mean, he's just in contention, right? And it's like – I almost prefer guys like that. That's why I like betting Sam Burns because it's kind of like he's either in it to win it or he's kind of like just going to fall off or whatever. And it's kind of like with Scotty Scheffler. I mean, he's, he's just – he's real – he's very, very high up at the top or, you know, like we saw a couple of missed cuts actually – out of him. So I get the odds. I could never back him at yeah. plus 260. That's just not my style, even with kind of the, the starting strokes and things like that. So just not really, not really my style. I've got to really, really dig in as to how I'm going to try and attack. Yeah. I mean, it'll probably be a few bets for me this week. Probably not a ton though. That's for sure. I think that, um, you know, Matt, I think if you're always looking at the, the one thing I guess I've learned the past couple of years betting this is if you're, Always shop around. That that should always be the case. But, you know, if you are going to – you want to play one of these guys that, that's one of the shorter shots, that's got a lot of these starting strokes, I'd probably play him in the market that we just showed that's with the strokes because you never know how they might ease up on Sunday if they do have a lead. And if you're looking at playing someone that's further down the board, play him in that without the starting strokes. Yes, market. and by the way, the tabs are just right next to each other. One of them yeah. says tournament winner. One of them just says winner. Yeah, uh, Tournament winner is with starting strokes. If you just click the one that says winner, it is without starting strokes, and that where that's where the odds get a little bit more favorable for you if you do want to play that. So now you know Xander, Cantlay, Rory, Rom. They're you know they're all sitting kind of eight to nine to one, something like that. So you do get at least a little bit more juicy of a number on those guys. And of course, Scheffler is ten to one in that market. Thomas fourteen to one. Tony Finau sixteen to one. But as Kelly mentioned, it is a different handicap because yeah. Scotty Scheffler going in with a two-stroke lead, there is there is at least a small amount, not after round one or something like that, but there there could be after round one, maybe 
a little bit of incentive to play a little bit more closer to the vest. Yeah, so yeah. just something to. And Matt, to I, I don't know about you. I haven't even looked at them yet. I don't even know if matchups are po- posted here in Vegas yet. They probably aren't. But especially with this guy, I mean, it's got to be a fade Zalatoris week again, I right? I do see matchups: McElroy and Zalatoris minus one ten each side. Well, make that bet in about <laughs> five seconds. Yeah. yeah. Put it in. That's it. That is it. Uh, Bet MGM at least uh, locally. So that's the only matchup I'm seeing so far that has been released, at least for us on uh, on Zalatoris. Anyway, I think Kelly's Good got job, himself a auto bet coming. Auto bet. There we go. It's been a lot of fun. We'll do it again tomorrow. Been a lot of fun. For Kelly Bidlin, for Matt Brown, I'm Ben Wilson. For the rest of the crew as well, we say so long on primetime action. It's the nightcap coming up from our Circus Sportsbook Studio. Up next here on Veasan. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.